All right, you guys can go ahead and have a seat. Hola, bienvenidos a Betal. Yo soy Pastor Ruben. See? Yeah, see. How many of you guys how many of you guys know what I said? Okay, good. All right, good. We got a, we got a good amount of people who know what you said. Uh, so I just said, uh, hello, welcome to Bethel. My name is Pastor Ruben. Um, I am actually in the process of learning a new language, which is kind of crazy to start at age 34, but we, uh, I actually started in high school and then did some in college as well. So some of it I'm picking right back up, but, uh, we, uh, it's, it's been fun. Uh, so if you're here visiting with us and uh, we, we want to connect with you, we want to connect with you no matter what, uh, what culture you come from, no matter what background you come from, uh, we want to walk with you uh, here at Bethel. And one of the ways that we can do that is uh, if you go online to mybethel.cc forward slash connect and fill out our connection card, we want to get in touch with you this week and see how we can partner with you and serve you um, in this, in, in, as you live in our community. And so, um, one of the things about cultures is that we are not only surrounded like in uh, where we live, but all around us. And the world is filled with different cultures and different languages, different, um, different customs, different traditions. Um, and what's really cool is that uh, if you've ever been on a mission trip, if you've ever gone overseas and seen a different culture or stepped into a different culture, number one, uh, they, say, they say this phrase called culture shock, right? You step into a, an arena um, and, a, and an atmosphere or a place in the world, and you're like, I have no clue what's going on. I don't know the language. I don't know their customs. I don't know what is proper, what is improper. And so you kind of go through, maybe you go through some of these courses, um, and people teach you, like, hey, we don't say this, and this means this, or this is different here than it is where you live. Um, and, and the reality is our, our world is filled with all kinds of different uh, cultures and customs. Uh, but one of the things uh, that transcends all that is uh, is a, is a God, and so I've been on a, had the privilege of going on a couple missions trips, um, and it's cool to hear worship in a different language, to uh, to experience a different culture, and then sit and think and process and know that God is there with us, uh, even in the midst of a different culture, maybe that I'm unfamiliar with, um, and God is at work in the world around us, and so that's a cool thing and a cool claim that we can promise about our God uh, is that He's everywhere and He's always at work. Um, and so as we tune in uh, this morning, uh, Pastor Ray has uh, a message for you. So let's tune into that before we get started this morning. Hey, Bethel family. So good to talk with you on Sunday. Wish we could be there. But as you know, we're still fighting this cancer battle with Christy. Wanted to kind of give you up to speed, up to date about what's going on. Uh, many of you are following uh, Christy on, on our blog. But uh, this week has been just a week of ups and downs and battle after battle after battle. Uh, Monday, uh, of course, we were home for three days, and then on Monday, we um, Christy woke up from a nap in the afternoon with a fever, and the doctor said if she has 100.5 fever, get her to the ER as soon as I can. So I jumped in the car with her. Uh, we didn't really have anything to pack. We just came to the ER, waited a couple hours in the car. They admitted, or they got her a room, and then they immediately admitted her back on the cancer floor, which we're grateful for that. Uh, so we've been here since Monday. Uh, still, it's Saturday. I don't know. I don't know when we're leaving. Actually, uh, just because the week has progressed uh, so quickly, she come to find out her colon, um, where they did the chemotherapy. Uh, good news is the chemotherapy is working. It's reducing her uh, tumor, her mass in her abdomen. Uh, the bad news is is that by reducing the tumor, the mass, there's a hole that's uh, getting bigger and bigger there in her colon, kind of right there on the on the where it, where it curves in your in your stomach. 
And so uh, they're keeping here, they've got her on heavy antibiotics, they've got her, done, they've done a couple of procedures to take care of the infection. Uh, they put a drain in to drain out some of the infection. And uh, what we're doing is right now, we're hoping to get her white blood count up, elevated. It's actually um, doing pretty good every day and it's going up a little more and more. And uh, while we're waiting, we're trying to also get her healthy enough to be able to do the surgery. They're gonna, uh, they postponed it, they pushed it uh, to Wednesday that'll give us a few days for her to work through the her body let her let her blood count come up and then also uh, be in a better place with the with the infection uh, mostly gone out of her uh, colon area and so just continue to pray for her uh, she's comfortable they have her pain managed uh, right now as long as we stay on top of it she does pretty good today we got up for a walk and walked down the hall down to the big window where everyone came to say hi to her last Wednesday uh, very grateful for that it did me good to see her walking around uh, but we're sitting here just um, enjoying each other's time and just waiting for the next thing. So uh, the doctors come in every day, they check on her, uh, they talk with us and they kind of let us know what's what's the latest. And uh, since we have this app that's connected to the hospital, we get to see all the stuff that's coming down the pike and also the different tests that they're running on her and we get to see it in real time. So um, grateful for modern medicine and modern technology. So this week we're gonna continue with our problem of. And so as you can see, uh, we've kind of deviated a little bit with our series. Uh, we're still gonna be in the problem of, and today we're gonna actually talk about the problem of culture. Uh, it's a privilege and it's a blessing to, to have my dad speak today, Randy. Uh, he's been at Bethel for over a year. Uh, he has over three decades of ministry experience. Uh, God has used him around the world to impact lives and to bring people into uh, knowledge and, and saving knowledge of Jesus. And so excited for him to uh, take the, the stage today and share with you the problem of culture. Good morning, Bethel. <clears throat> Good to be here this morning, and as Ray said, I'm, I'm his uh, dad, and uh, it's a privilege to be able to speak to you today, and uh, as uh, Ray was saying, been in ministry for a long time, and he said three decades. It's been almost uh, five decades that we've been in ministry, my wife and I, and it's been a, an adventure, and it still is an adventure. We've been a lot of different places around the world, had the privilege of serving uh, together, and Sherry and I uh, are still serving together, and we hope that we can serve until the Lord uh, calls us home, or, or we hear that trumpet sound, and, uh, and go to me with, be with Him. I want to thank you for praying for Ray and Christy, and it's so, it, it's so impactful to know that not only our Bethel family and this community here in Yukon, but around the world, there's hundreds of people praying for uh, Ray and Christy and the Crossan and Roten family, and and praying for you too, and we get to be a part of that. And I can't imagine what life would be without a church family, without a group of people around you supporting you, especially during times like this. And it's it's really really important. So so I appreciate that, and I thank you. Just keep praying, I keep doing what you're doing, and I know that all of us would like to do something tangible and and maybe jump in and and uh, and do things. And and that's our our ability to do that is limited, but we can all pray. And that's something that we can do uh, to support Ray and Christy and, and, and our families too. As Ray was saying, we were talking about the, we're going to be talking about the problem of culture. And, you know, culture is a big deal. Sherry and I is, uh, have been in lots of different cultures. And, and as, as, as I said, we've lived in different places here in the United States. And, uh, and we have cultures here uh, that are very diverse 
And uh, we got to serve in the, on the Navajo Nation with the Navajo people uh, in New Mexico and Arizona years ago. Lived in New Mexico and then transitioned to uh, Costa Rica for 30, over 30 years, or 32 years. And, and just recently, just a, a week ago or two weeks ago, I was in Panama. Got to go back to Panama and, and uh, visit a church that Ray and Christy uh, helps, helps uh, start uh, when they were in the process of adopting Lily. Uh, years ago, and and uh, and just it was a blessing to see that. But Panama is an incredible place. It's kind of the crossroads of America. You know, the Panama Canal is there, and because of the canal, there's a lot of different cultures represented there. Uh, there's, of course, the Panamanians who were originally from Colombia, and uh, that's where they uh, broke off from uh, to form the country of Panama. But there's also Asians there. There's a lot of Indian people from India. Uh, there's a lot of indigenous people and. We got to visit uh, the church that's mainly uh, Kuna people from the the Kunayala uh, archipelago on the Atlantic side of, of Panama. There's the Nove, uh, which live up in the mountains. Got to visit some of those churches and, and got to see some of those people. There's also the Imbara uh, that live in the jungle areas, different parts of Panama, and other, other indigenous people. So there's a lot of people there, uh, a lot of indigenous people, a lot of cultures represented. But even here in Oklahoma, especially in Oklahoma City, this area, you look around and you see all kinds of cultures right now, and it's really diverse. You can see uh, different uh, languages being spoken, and I'm glad that Reuben is learning Spanish. Uh, I think that all of us need to learn Spanish. And, uh, and, and I think that we'll probably speak Spanish when we get to heaven. So it's kind of a romantic language. You know, if you guys want to impress your wives, Reuben, uh, I mean, that's, I mean, it's going to be good. You know, it's, it's going to be good. It's going to bump up your relationship with, with Jordan if you learn Spanish. And uh, you can say stuff like, mi amor, and, uh, and that kind of stuff, and learn songs that are ro romantic. And, and, uh, but there's a lot of different cultures here, even in the OKC area. Uh, Yukon has its culture. You just go outside of Yukon, go over into Bethany or over into, into War Acres or into those areas, and there's a different feel than you feel here in Yukon. And, and people say it all the time. I like Yukon because it's got that small town feel, and there's a culture. Here at Bethel, there's a culture. And uh, you drive around, and one of the things you see in a lot of cars is an OU license plate or an OSU license plate. You know, the other day I was driving, and, and, and I was shocked and a little bit impressed at the uh, courage of this person. I saw a car with a Texas Longhorn sticker on there, and it had Oklahoma tags on it. I mean, that, that is, that's stepping out of the box. And, uh, and, but there's a lot of different cultures, and you see those things, and, but culture is not, it can be a problem, but it's not anything new. If you look in the Scripture, look back in, in Scripture, you can find that there was a, a cultural problem in the early church. There were Romans, and there were Greeks, and there were, there were Jews and Gentiles, and, and there were people that were educated and uneducated. There were slave owners and slaves. And there was a, a, a mixture of cultures, and there was sometimes a cultural uh, conflict and a, and, a, and, a, and, and, and a conflict between people coming to faith. And, and Paul even addressed that. 
If you have your Bible over in Colossians, and, and you can find this on version, and uh, there's an event there. You can go to the event there and, uh, and pick it. Uh, just click on it, and you'll see these notes there. But in Colossians chapter 3, in verse number 10, uh, 10 and 11, uh, Paul writes this, uh, writes these verses to a church that was culturally diverse. And, and to a people, even thinking of us here in 2020, uh, here in Yukon, Oklahoma, about being culturally diverse. And, uh, and he makes this statement in, in Colossians 3, verse number 10 and 11. It says, put on your new nature and be, be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. This is a new life. In this new life, it doesn't matter if you're a Jew or a Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, civilized, slave or free. And here's the key point. Christ is all that matters. And, uh, and, and he lives in all of us. He's the one that matters. It's interesting. You go through that list, uh, the Jew and Gentile and, and, and Roman and Greek. And, and I was thinking it talks about the, civ- the barbaric and the uncivilized. And uh, I didn't realize that Paul knew about middle schoolers. And, uh, and, uh, because you're mentioned there. So, 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 but it, all that matters is Christ. All that matters is what Christ has done for us. Even though there's thousands of cultures around the world and ethnic cultures, regional cultures, but one thing's constant is our need for a Savior. You know, all of us need a Savior. There's not anybody on the planet that doesn't need Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. And, and because all of us are faced with the same problem, every single person on the planet has the same problem, and it's called sin. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of kids around our, our church, and I'm so thankful for the nursery. It's blowing up, and you see uh, kids running around. You know, the funny thing about kids is you don't have to teach them to be sinners. And uh, you, ever, you ever sit down with your kids and say, okay, I'm going to teach you how to lie? And, uh, no, that's just, uh, they learn that. I'm going to teach you how to, how to hit your brother or your sister. I'm going to teach you how to, how to talk back to me. It's, they have a sin nature. And, and you can see that sin nature come out even when they're real small. And uh, you ever have one of your children just crying their heads off? And you think, okay, they're not hungry, they just ate. And, uh, and they got a clean diaper on. And, I don't know what, and you pick them up and they grin at you. And, uh, you know, they have that nature to, to manipulate people and to manipulate their parents. And we all have that sin nature. The Bible addresses that over in Romans chapter 3 and verse 23. It says, for everyone has sinned. Everyone. It doesn't matter what culture you're from, your background, your upbringing, anything, your educational level or your, your economic status. All of us have sinned. And we fall short of God's glorious standard. We fall short. Doesn't matter how good you are. You know, there's better people. There's, there's people that are here this morning and, and that are watching. You may be better in, 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 as, as far as a person but, in, in, than somebody else. And, uh, and sometimes we think, well, I'm not as bad as that person over here. And, uh, but let me tell you, all of us are sinners. I don't care how good you are, you're still a sinner. If you've lied one time, if you told an untruth one time, what does that make you? A liar. <laughs> if you stole one thing in your lifetime, and uh, it doesn't matter how little, if you went to a store and stole something, or you took something that wasn't yours, that makes you a thief. 
And, and the Bible calls that sin. And so we're sinners. We're sinners. All of us fall short. In Romans 6, 23, it says, the wages of sin, the payment for sin is death. And it's not just talking about physical death. It's talking about a spiritual death, a spiritual separation for God, from God. And it says, and, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And God knew that we were sinners. And that's the reason that he sent his son. Romans says that we even though we were sinners, God sent his son to die for us, to take our place. So all of us are sinners. Every single person on the planet is a sinner. You were born a sinner, and you choose to sin in, uh, uh, willingly. We choose to fall away, a step away from God's perfect plan, His plan uh, for our lives. But another thing is true, too. Every single person on the planet also has the promise of God's love. And I'm so thankful that we have God's love available to every one of us. And, 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 and God loves us so much and that he gave his son. And God loves us so much that he sent, he made a way for us to have eternal life. He made a way for us to step away from that sin in spite of our culture, in spite of our differences, in spite of our, our, our rebellion against God and, and stepping away from his perfect plan. He made a way for us to have eternal life. Over in John chapter 3 and, and verse number 16, probably the most famous verse in all the, all the Bible or in the most translated verse in, in all of Scripture, it says, For God loved the world, and, and for this is how God loved the world. He loved the world so much that He gave His Son to you and to me. He knew that we were a sinner and we're incapable of saving ourselves. And that's, it, it, you know, it's so great to think about salvation that when we get to heaven, you're not going to be there because you were good looking or you had a talent or you had finances or you were educated or you came from this ethnic background or this culture. We're all going to be there because of what Jesus did for us. We're all going to be there because of what God showed through his son, Jesus Christ, on the cross. He loved us. We were sinners and every single person falls in that category. But all of us have access to God's unmerited favor, His love, His eternal love for us. So this morning, if you don't know Christ as your Savior, you need to realize, hey, I'm a sinner. I'm, I'm, I'm not capable of saving myself. But God loved me so much that He gave His Son to die in my place. And He wants me to have that relationship with Him. The problem of culture is not a problem for God. <laughs> and, uh, because God came... And he took care of that. Paul said, all that matters is Christ. He's the one that makes this, the, is the game changer and brings us all to a place where we can live together and we can have a family and we can serve together and we can make an impact in the world that we live in. Our mission is clear. <clears throat> Here at Bethel, we say our mission is to love and lead one another to find and follow Christ. Find to follow Jesus. And, and that transcends all culture. That's something that is, does away with culture. And we don't have to worry about uh, the cultural differences that we have because we're here to find the love and lead, to find and follow Jesus, and that goes beyond culture. You know, you can be an OU fan, an OSU fan, and even that other team. And we can still get along because of what Jesus did for us because Jesus is all that matters. Christ is all that matters in uh, as far as our relationship with Him. 
there's a thing that we have, a, re a responsibility we have, and that's to, to give the message out. So during this week, what are we going to do to make sure that people around us know about Jesus Christ? Know that He came to save them and to, and to, and to forgive their sins and to know that they have a way to accept God's great love and His mercy and His grace and have a changed life. What are we going to do? What are we doing as a church to reach our community? You know, our community is growing. Uh, somebody said the other day, uh, a, a senator came and talked to us. He said, our, our uh, uh, county is one of the fastest growing counties in Oklahoma. And uh, why is that? Well, people are coming in here. And that means that we have an opportunity to be able to win people, to share the gospel message with everybody, and we can take this message and we can help love and lead others to find and follow Jesus. And, uh, and again, that transcends, transcends all the culture that you and I uh, can, can, can ever face or anything that we, that, 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 that we encounter on a daily basis. So think about that this week. What are you going to do to be able to share the message of Jesus Christ? How are you going to be able to, to, to pass that on and make sure that what matters is Christ in the lives of people around you? Let's have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this day. Thank you for your goodness to us and the way that you love us. Lord, I thank you so much for the ability to take this message of Jesus Christ and make a difference in the world around us. I thank you so much that we can uh, transcend culture and transcend uh, uh, all kinds of ethnic and, and cultural, regional uh, uh, problems because of what Jesus did. Thank you so much that we have a, uh, access to your amazing grace and your amazing love, realizing that we're all sinners. We're all in the same condition. We all have the same, same thing that's going in in our life. And people around us, doesn't matter who they are, they need a Savior. Lord, help us be faithful in bringing that message of salvation to those around us. Be with us now as a church and help us to kind of stay on point and keep our mission really clear to love and to lead one another to find and follow Jesus. Help us to keep that in the forefront of our mind and live that on a daily basis. We love you. We thank you so much for loving us. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's stand and worship together. I think it's uh, sometimes easy to just sing the words to some songs, um, but man, what a, what a powerful song that is to, to declare who God is. And I love the song before. It says, you keep hope alive. Why? Yep. Because you are alive. Exactly. And so the only reason that we have hope, the only reason that we can even move forward and face the, some of the things that we're facing in our daily lives is because Jesus is alive. And That's so right. we're not placing our hope in something that's dead. We're not placing our hope in yep. something that is, will not deliver on their promise, but we're placing our hope in Christ who is alive, who promises to deliver and has proven throughout history that he will. Um, and so, man, what an encouraging uh, message this morning. Uh, that, that Jesus transcends culture. Absolutely. And, um, I, love, uh, I love just the fact, and I mentioned it in the, in the welcome, is that I've been on several missions trips. And if you've never been on a mission trip um, or you've been overseas or immersed yourself in a different culture, I would encourage you to at some point in your life um, strive yeah. to do that because it's an amazing thing. Um, to sit in a place. Uh, I've been in, in churches uh, specifically like in Guatemala, um, and that's 
primarily where I've done a lot of uh, mission work and stuff like that. And, and I don't know, again, I don't know Spanish. And so I'm sitting <laughs> in a place, they're worshiping in a totally different language. Um, and yet you have this overwhelming confidence that even though you don't understand, we have a God who does. Exactly. And um, what an encouraging thing that is to know that God is alive and well. He's working not only here in Yukon, Oklahoma, but around the world in all sorts of different cultures, all sorts of different yep. uh, languages and, um, and people groups. Absolutely. And uh, we can celebrate that yeah. today. So. Well, you, you can feel that that family spirit where we belong to, we have the same father and yeah. uh, and that comes comes through culture language you can you can feel that 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 kindred spirit when you're in in different cultures and that's awesome yeah that's like awesome. paul says christ is christ is really all that matters that's exactly I, right I, I told you guys last week man if we can continue to point people to jesus no matter what we go through no matter what seasons the ups and downs yeah. and everything that we experience in this life we win uh, when exactly we point right. people to Jesus because ultimately he will have the victory um, and we can celebrate uh, celebrate that. Here at Bethel, we exist to love and lead one another yeah. to find and follow Jesus and this is one way that we can continue to do exactly. that. So, we love you guys. Have a great yeah. week.